Welcome to Ahead of the Game, a podcast brought to you by KMT Partners. I'm Andrew Montesi. We continue our series on family business succession with Michael Fox, Managing Director of KMT Partners. Now we talk about creating wealth outside of the family business and the importance of diversity. If you listen to this episode and want to know more, obviously continue to listen to the series, but you can go even deeper by reading Michael's family business succession paper titled Riches to Rags in Three Generations. There's a direct link in the show notes for this episode, and you can also find the paper at the KMT website, kmtpartners.com.au. KMT is a leading accounting and wealth management advisory firm in South Australia, assisting you to emerge, renew, grow, and build resilience in business, themes which are central to this podcast series. For more information, visit kmtpartners.com.au. Enjoy this episode with Michael Fox. Michael, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Andrew. So talking about family business, there's the issue of creating wealth outside of the family business. So I guess that brings the question of, well, does it all have to be about the core family business? In the aspiration of somebody creating a family business, whether by accident of being too successful at your trade and wanting to do things for yourself, etc., as a first generation, to look after your family, you don't want all of your eggs in one basket. So what you have to do is empower the capacity to pay off, say, your family home. So that's your first investment outside the family business. You'd then like to try to remove that family home from being the financial support to your bank. Superannuation or all those sorts of things become where you start investing in your capacity ultimately to retire. So in that sense, the family members are the same as every other man in society. But what their unique capacity is, they can actually influence the business and they can influence the money from the business to create the cash flow and the cash accumulated sums to divest into a wide array of independently controlled and comparatively safer located wealth for the longer term of themselves in retirement, their immediate family and future generations. And so does this form part of the actual family business strategy, not just being left up to the individuals? Um, Let's reflect for a moment on, say, uh, Channel 9 and the media family that control it. Uh, The family didn't diversify into other industries such as Crown Casinos and other things alongside of their media assets. When they started off in print, they invested further into new media as it came along, radio, TV, etc. and they've always done that. They saw a future outside of media, so they went elsewhere. Along the way, you hear of the family having a family farm. Well, I don't think those family farms were there apart from lifestyle. They were there for a purpose, so that the families, if you look at the newspapers and just follow some of the things that have happened. Those families have chosen to invest in a diverse and global array of businesses to the extent that their financial horsepower let them, Mm. to empower every generation to enjoy preferably the same fruits as each generation preceding them has had. So how does this evolve generation to generation? It evolves under astute stewardship. Uh, It evolves under careful and slowly nurtured recognition of the competition for the dollar, 
is every dollar of turnover of a sale in the business is the ultimate seed, provided the business is profitable, for anything to be bought, yet alone invested by the family. So it's an essence to focus on the business, nurture the business, and astutely take the dividends from the business, accommodate some rational level of lifestyle, and then plough the rest into financial independence and asset accumulation. Is this a point of tension from generation to generation? Because I would imagine that what things might look like to the grandfather would look very different to the grandson and vice versa. Well, it's it's got several elements. The first is we referred in an earlier conversation to the first generation and small business people seeing their business as their superannuation fund. Well, if grandma and grandpa expect to draw a salary still from the family business, and candidly, that's a common expectation, then how are their children going to afford to live by their family home? And where the grandparents expect their children and their future grandchildren, great-grandchildren to go to the old family school with the cost of school fees being what they are, how is the third and the fourth generation going to survive and also invest in the education of their children from that one business if it's just stayed stoically stable and almost gone stale? $10,000 used to buy a lot. It buys about a semester at a private school these days. So what is a diverse family wealth engine look like, just typically speaking? It's a very much planned scenario where you've got your business plan, you've got your family succession plan, you've also got the third element of that plan, which is financial security. So it gives, in the first foundation, aspiration for the founders or the ageing generation to be financially independent and not needing to worry about the business to enjoy a life of style in retirement. It's trying to reward those who are employed in the business properly, commercially. It's also providing for those siblings and perhaps cousins some element of return and preferably some capacity for you if you no longer want to be part of the family business for you to realise your clip of the ticket so that you can take your money and go away and do what you want to do. It's also trying to make sure that there is a mini version of, say, an AMP, where there's a stewardship of both professional advisors and the family investing with good guidance and with good purpose to enable the current generation, along with the preceding generation and the next generation, to have foundations for their financial independence. Okay. Thank you, Michael. Want to know more about family business succession? Check out the episode notes or the KMT blog to download Michael's in-depth paper covering many of the tips and traps in family business succession. And don't forget to subscribe to Ahead of the Game, a podcast brought to you by KMT Partners. KMT is a leading accounting and wealth management advisory firm in South Australia, assisting you to emerge, renew, grow and build resilience in business themes which are central to this podcast series. 
For more information or to get advice, visit kmtpartners.com.au. 